How do I get more leads? You don't need to waste any time on leads. What you need to do is take seven steps to improve your business and then your leads will start to flow from that. I always used to think there was a shortcut to growing a business, but it actually comes down to a few really simple things that are kind of boring, but if you do them, they pay off in the long run. What I used to do is I used to coach exclusively gym owners and we would take them from about eight to 12K per month to about 25 to 35 thousand per month. I did that for about five or six years and got really, really good at it. And then when I started coaching coaches, these are just like solo entrepreneurs or small company. We had some that would go from zero to 10K, but I like to specialize in the ones who are in the sort of 10 to 20K a month range and get them to 50 or $100,000 a month. When I talk to most business owners, I'm talking to people that they maybe aren't doing what they want to do, but they're not starving. So if you are starving, if you have absolutely zero business, this may not be the approach that you want to do. But if you have some business, if you're doing two to 3,000 a month, even up to 10, 15, $20,000 a month, and you want to two to five X that business, then these steps are going to be really, really useful for you. So the first step is to figure out what you want, why you started doing this and where do you want it to go? Don't skip this one. A lot of people will say, oh, I just want to make a difference in the world. I just want to make an impact or, you know, I found something that I liked and I kind of wandered into it. If you don't have a clear vision, of what you want and why you're doing it, then eventually when you have a long night or you have to work an extra weekend, you're gonna look around and go, why am I doing this? Whereas if you have a vision, if you're like, okay, I started this because I wanna see this change in the world and I measure success by this, then you will be able to take the steps necessary to get you there. You have to be really specific. Why is this calling to you? What is it in your soul that makes you want to do this job? If the true answer is I just wanted to make money, that's okay. It's probably not going to sustain you five years from now, but it might sustain you for 18 to 24 months. So figure out why you're doing this because there has to be some inner mission behind that. But secondly, this is the part that most people fall apart in. Be specific about how much money you want to earn. Money doesn't mean everything. Everybody says that, oh, I don't care about money. I just want to pay my bills and make a decent living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's also bullshit. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, I would love to earn XYZ amount of money. So figure out what that is and put it on the front. If you are earning earning, let's say five grand a month right now, and you really want to earn 15 grand a month, then write that down. I want to earn 15 grand a month. That's what success looks like for me. If you're not specific about that, you will not get there. It doesn't mean that you're going to focus all of your time and energy on that. It just means that you have a specific direction that you're going and you have a why behind what you're doing. And so now you're super clear about where you stand in this situation. So then you can move on to step number two is to figure out who you love working with and why. The idea here is you wanna pull together an avatar. So what makes this person great? So if I am running a gym and I wanna work with 42 year old men and I love working with the 42 year old guys because they want to lose a little bit of weight but they don't really care about getting a six pack. And these are the guys that I can relate to because they're close in age to me. They have a lot of the same experiences, et cetera, et cetera. So figure out who you love working with. Because if you're doing a service business, the person you love working with, you're going to be spending a lot of time with that person. You may have that 42 year old man that you're super excited to work with. You might have a 25 year old woman that you are not excited to work with that is maybe willing to pay you three times as much. It's actually not worth it because in the end, as part of this, you're going to be spending your time with those people 
and you want to enjoy the time you spend with those people. Focus on who you love working with and create an avatar. If you've done any sort of marketing work, then you've heard the term avatar. Step number three, once you have that avatar, figure out the biggest problem. What is the biggest problem that that person has? You need to figure out like, if I am in the fitness space, I'm looking for a 42 year old man. Their biggest problem is that they want to lose 15 pounds. Fantastic. Like that's the biggest thing that they say. Then I have to match it with what is the thing that I am most effective at doing. So if I am in the fitness space and this person wants to lose 15 pounds, but all I know is how to get them bigger biceps, well, maybe it's not a good fit. So I want to layer on their biggest problem with the thing that I am best at solving. It may not be the exact same thing. You might have to meet somewhere in the middle, right? You might have to go, actually getting people bigger biceps is not a great use of my time. There are far more people that want to lose 15 pounds. So maybe I need to learn the skills to help them lose that 15 pounds rather than how to get bigger biceps. Layer those two problems together. If you have those two lists, so list of their problems and list of things that you solve, figure out which ones connect and then move on to step number four, which is create an offer around that problem, right? So the way that I've been doing this is let's say that the goal is to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to create an offer that will help them lose 15 pounds in X amount of time. So let's say eight weeks, lose 15 pounds in eight weeks. Or let's say you are an accountant that focuses on tax. It's like, I'm gonna help you save 10% on your taxes before the next quarter. Some sort of offer and then a timeline. What I do with the offer is I say, this is the big problem I'm trying to solve. If somebody was gonna pay me $100,000 to solve this problem, what would I do? And I would just write down all the things I would do. If they paid me $100,000 to solve this problem, I'd probably have a completely done for you service. If I was helping them lose weight, I would send them meals. I'd have to have a private chef. I'd have a trainer going to their house and working out with them. You know, I'd have somebody following up with them every single day to make sure they do the thing, making sure they get the sleep. I'd buy them a, you know, a special mattress to measure their sleep. I would do anything you could think of for a hundred thousand dollars. And then I would scale that down to $10,000. So if they paid me 10 grand for, to solve that same problem, I might not be able to hire them a private chef or go to their house every day, but I could get meals delivered from a delivery service, etc. So I would list all of the things that I would do to solve the problem if they paid me 10K and then I would bring it down to 2K. And depending on your market, you know, it might be 100K, 50K and 10K, right? If that's the lowest price. But I bring it down to something that is more than what I'm charging, but delivers less than that super high ticket offer. The big thing here you have to understand when you're creating your offer is people are going to pay you to solve a problem. They're not going to pay you for hours of your time. It's figuring out how to stop getting people to pay you for your time and how to get people to pay you to solve a problem. Because even if somebody pays you a hundred, 200, 300, $500 an hour for your time, there's a certain point where either you're going to charge so much money for your time that you can only work with a few people, or you're not going to want to spend as much time with each client. And you don't necessarily need to spend as much time with each client. If you build a good system around helping someone save 10% on their taxes or or lose 15 pounds, they don't need to see you an hour a day every single day. And if you want to build a business that will sustain you, you have to start divorcing the time you are spending from the result that they're getting. Step number five, now you have your trial offer, you're going to interview your current clients and former clients. And the idea here is you're just gonna collect as much information as you can from them. Now, if you have current clients and they're paying you by the hour and you wanna move to an offer, this is a great chance to interview them to find out what their biggest problems are. 
are. I would ask them what their problems are now. What have they tried? Why hasn't it worked? What has worked? Get as much information as you can about what is the most important thing to them right now. At the end of that interview, I would ask them, if I could put together something that would solve this problem for you, would you be interested? And for most of them, if you've gotten good rapport, the answer is going to be yes. You say, great. Okay, I'm going to put this together for you and I'll come back to you in the next day or two and we'll talk through what we do next. And the idea here is you are collecting data just for your own curiosity. You're not necessarily looking to make a sale, but when you get enough of that data and you and your brain starts firing and you're like, I can solve these problems for these people, then it gives you another step in case you actually do want to make a sale. But you don't go into these interviews thinking, I am going to make a sale. You go into them as a fact-finding mission to find out what problems people have and how do they describe them, and you're going to take as much notes as you can. Now you have your trial offer, you have your interviews, and maybe you've had a few follow-ups that you've scheduled, what you're going to do, so this is step six, you're going to offer that trial to three people. Let's say you offer it to six people, but only three of them take it, but you're going to sell it to three people. What I want to be really clear about here is none of this is happening via email. This is not something you're posting on social media. This is something you are doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. You're talking to people on the phone or on Zoom or in person. You're talking to them and you're saying, hey, I am trying out this new thing. It's only going to be for three people. I want to see if you're interested in doing it. It's going to require a lot of input from you. You're going to have to be really committed to it and I'm going to charge you for it. And I'll tell you, if we don't get the result by the end, then I'm going to give you your money back. So you make that offer and you really stand behind that offer. And once you get three people, you tell everyone else on your list that, hey, the offer that I might have talked to you about is sold out. I'll let you all know when the next offer is coming around. The idea here is you want to ask enough people to get to those three, but you also want to let the folks that didn't take advantage know that they missed out so that the next time it comes around, then they will jump on it. Number seven, and it's probably the most important thing, and it's probably the thing that's holding most businesses back, is you have to deliver. You have to get that fucking result. If you don't get that result, then all of the stuff that you've done up to this point does not matter. I would go so far as to say that if you don't get the result and they do the work, then you should give them their money back. And if you don't believe in your product enough to be able to do that, then you have to improve your product or service. This is why most people are stuck taking $100 an hour, $50 an hour, whatever it is, $25 an hour to do a job because they actually don't own the results of that job. I pay you $25 an hour to do my taxes or to do my books and then you just do the books and at the end of the tax season, if the books are like okay, then you still get your $25. If the books are late, you still get your $25 an hour. If the books are on time and delivered, you still get your $25 an hour. But as a business owner, somebody that pays an accountant to do that, I actually don't care how much time it takes you. If you can do it in 20 minutes for the entire year and I get the result, then I'll pay you whatever you ask me to do it because I don't want to pay for it or I don't want to do it myself. If you get really good at delivering the result, then you do not have to worry about finding your next leads because what's going to happen is you're going to crush it with those three people. You are going to deliver such an amazing result that they will talk to their friends and colleagues about it. And if they do that, then you just say, great. If you know somebody else who needs help with this thing, let them know that I'm available because I only take on three clients at a time. And now that we're finished with you, you know, I need some new clients. There's other things that we can talk about here, including how to do an ongoing service, et cetera, et cetera. But most people fall over in one of these first seven steps. Once you deliver a service that works, then you can expand it to more people. You can increase the price over time. And then you can start thinking about figuring out ways to get new leads or generate more referrals to get to your goal. Hopefully, 
hopefully this was helpful. This is how I would break down a service business and grow it to 5, 10, 20x. Let me know if you enjoyed this one. And if you did, post in the comments below or just shoot me a note at uh, j at jdwill.com. All right, we'll see you in the next one. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? If so, do me a huge favor, rate and review the show in the podcast app, or if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. This will help the show get out to more people and help us have a bigger impact and would be a huge personal favor to me and I would appreciate you forever.